couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S dot bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Scott Anderson. There they go. Our class onto a brighter future. You should have been up there, man. It'll be our turn next year, right? Sorry. Are we actually having a conversation? Chris Henderson. Look, um, I spent a lot of time this year blaming people. You especially. That was wrong. And I'm sorry. Jimmy, I do. It's cool. I know. and broomheads and we're talking about high fidelity part two where we're all gonna learn that what really matters is what you like not what you are like books records films these things matter call me shallow but it's the fucking truth and actually that's a quote from the movie high fidelity which is vastly superior to this episode but anyways in in every way (laughs) in every way uh, so anyways, we are, uh, yes, this is it. We're going to be pausing, uh, Degrassi for a few months after this one. I'll get into some details on what we're doing because we are not disappearing. But before I get into all of that, let's do some intros. My name is Alan and I will host our season five finale of Degrassi, the next generation. And who have I got with me for this one? All of the class of what year is this? 2006, uh, talking on this one as we graduate from... Season five over to Ottawa, wearing her cap and gown with hopefully some stuff underneath. What's going on, Courtney? <laughs> Probably not, though. Uh huh. It's me, the hoe in the big O. Not much is going on, but I failed to wish Clutch a happy birthday in our last episode. It was his birthday. Let's. I'm gonna just hum a song for him, okay? So, anyways. Yeah. So, happy birthday, Clutch, you sexy beast. And let's pop some brewskis in his honor. 
Will John of the Party yeah. Animal be at his birthday John party? Oh. Party Animal. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's it for me, man. I got nothing else to say. I'm excited to finish this season. Woo woo. Let's go do a Teddy. Hey, hey, it's Ted. And if I'm sounding a bit different this week, it's because I sold my drum kit to a local uh, bar. Well, to a bunch of kids who came who played in a band at the bar and they were had a fundraiser the night before. And then they showed up at my door with a bunch of money and I sold my drum kit because I was like, uh, yeah, I'm probably not going to join a. Uh, you know, Foo Fighters. I don't think. I don't think they'll be. Uh, <laughs> sorry, R.I.P. Taylor Hawkins. Uh, I don't think that they'll be calling me anytime soon. So I was like, "Yeah, the drums can go." Uh, so yeah, so I might sound a little bit different. Oh, uh, Teddy. Hi, this is Dave Grohl. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> oh, whoa. I, 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 I don't know if this is my voice and how it sounds, <laughs> but uh, it sure isn't. <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to make my way back home when I learned to fly. (laughs) This is a call to Teddy. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How many many Dave Rolls are on this? I need your drums. When I talk about Teddy, I want him to drum (laughs) in my fucking band. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I have bad news. I just sold them. Oh, damn it. I (laughs) I guess you have your own. Damn it, Teddy. I'm going to have to take my fake voice and get out of here. Peace. Whoa. Oh, no. Come back. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, I. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm, now I'm sound different because now I'm all sad because I was going to join the Foo Fighters, but I guess I'm not now because Dave Grohl was here, but I didn't get to ask him to join. He just popped into our podcast. So, oh, what a, what a topsy turvy world we're living in. Missed opportunity. Uh, Barry, yep. I, do you want to introduce yourself, or are you stunned by these, these I, recent uh, by events? The, the, <laughs> the level of uh, celebrity that we have here in this podcast. Um, I'm, I'm just here sitting here quietly working on my mixtape. I have yes. uh, Everybody Wants Something on there. I got dust by the uh, downtown Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. the, the, P, the PMS sisters, whatever they were called. I can't even remember. <laughs> what was uh, Craig's dad's band name? Headstones, <laughs> the headstones, the headstones. I got that on there. Yeah, baby. I got, uh, got some uh, uh, moonlight desires. I mean, you yeah. got probably two things from this episode. You must have some stars on your oh, mix yeah. and some Our Lady Peace. OLP, yeah, yeah. A, but not the song, that, not the wrestling theme song that they wrote for the murderer police. <laughs> so, oh, damn it! <laughs> about Fozzie. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. all know that oh, story, right? No. no, please tell. Well, Chris Benoit, his theme music, when uh, yes. he had the generic theme music in WWE when he first joined, and then there was a new version that was written, and it was an actual song. That was Our Lady Peace. Was it written specifically for him? It was written specific. It was the same kind of tone and like like intro as his regular theme song. So, yeah, they just wrote wow. some song. Wow. Yeah. Was oh, there a lot of like, Wolverine. hi, hi. <laughs> 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 I hear <laughs> He's going to murder know. his family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. A number of housekeeping things before we get into this episode. First of all, I'm going to read a couple of emails that we've received over the last few weeks. Uh, I like this one a lot. This is from uh, Mia Bradburn, who pointed out something that we all missed that I am very upset about. Uh, in Our Lips Are Sealed Part 1, there is the scene where... Snake 
uh, is in the tux and he sings, what was it? Sometimes when we touch, whatever the fuck. You're, you're the Dan Hill fan number one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when he sings to Spike in the mall behind him, there is a marquee for the movie theater showing movies. And one of the movies is apparently called Winnipeg Prophecy. Oh, nice. yeah. She, oh, man. Nice. Yeah. She even uh, provided a screenshot and I can see it in the background. So, yes, very sad that I uh, that I missed that. Good. I well yeah. done. Uh, also, we have Callie, who has written in about the Our Lips Are Sealed episodes and some thoughts. <clears throat> Appreciated the mention of Tracy Gold. That is one I always think of who was affected by the writing of a show. Um, I believe it was Ted that you raised this. Yes, I did. Tell the story again for those who aren't listening to all our episodes. Oh, also, just to write uh, past, not wrongs, but a thing I missed when I hosted that episode I should have spoken about eating disorders like, of course, are extremely serious. And we uh, I think uh, I hope everybody knows, like we weren't joking about eating disorders. E- eating disorders are actually extremely complicated and which I did say, but uh, it was more about the within the show and all that stuff. So with Tracy Gold, I remember growing up when because um, you'd, you'd see it on tabloids, unfortunately, and stuff like that, like Tracy Gold, who was um Carol on she was a sister on Growing Pains and she was constantly called fat and stuff like that like it was a joke like it was really it wasn't even funny it was just within Growing Pains and it came out later that she actually had a very severe eating disorder for a number of years which is yeah so uh so that's kind of where that came from yeah and I always thought about it I just it's always been in the back of my head um yeah so. uh, Callie also mentions that uh, regarding Miriam McDonald, she says, as I recall, they wrote Emma as having an eating disorder in the series because of Miriam's experience herself, which we've noted. Uh, she says, this is out of nowhere, but it's for the mention of friends having eating disorders together. I'm not sure about the realism of it, but back in 96, there was a Lifetime movie about this called A Secret Between Friends. When I think of Lifetime movies, that is always the one that comes to mind. So I'm not sure of the realism, but it's definitely a storyline that's been done before. So I've not seen Mm. this Lifetime movie, but you should check it out. Uh, And so then she talks about part two, which she hadn't listened to yet. But she says, the storyline in the second part combining the Peter-Emma reveal to to Manny is something that leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. Emma has been betraying Manny for quite some time, long before her issues started. And it's such a betrayal Uh, Something Manny has every right to cut their friendship off for, but the writers didn't allow her to be justifiably angry and hurt. She immediately had to tend to Emma in her dire time of need, which, yes, is a serious situation. To make it worse, Emma didn't even have to apologize, nor did she show any kind of remorse. In fact, was actually kind of a raging bitch about it when she revealed it to her. (laughs) And when she told her to get over the next day at school, the flaunting with uh, Peter, blah, 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 blah. So... Mm. Yeah, and so now Manny just has to accept that this guy fucking leaked topless photos and they're together and we're just all mm-hmm. cool with it. So we've we've alluded to this too. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So there you yeah. go. Thank you uh, to everybody who writes us, Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com. The address, by the way, will not change when we, as of uh, our next episode, which will be out in one or two weeks. I think it'll be out in a week, but uh, in the next week or two, We're going to flip the script. We're going to pause Degrassi 
And we're going to talk about My So-Called Life, which ran for 19 episodes. So for the next probably five months, we're going to talk about My So-Called Life. And I want to do a plug. There is a band from Seattle who are called Who Is She? And they have an LP called Seattle Gossip, which was released in 2017. You can find it on Bandcamp, whoisshe.bandcamp.com, or you can search for them on iTunes, and they are also on Spotify if you want to stream it. But they have a song on the uh, LP called Jordan Catalano. And I... Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I uh, got in touch with them and asked them if we could use the song as our theme music while we cover... The my so-called life series, so no more uh, fucking Degrassi for <laughs> next five months. But do you want to hear the edited version of Jordan Catalano, which we will use for our uh, shows? Everybody? Oh no! Yeah. Well, yes. Fuck off! Here it comes. <laughs> uh, There you go. Uh, oh, love it. Very lo-fi. My favorite. Like, oh, can't wait to get into it. Just talking about, like, fandom of, I don't know, Eric's trip and stuff like that. Anyways. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a two-minute. The whole song is two minutes. I edited it down to about 40 seconds for the intro. I hope the band doesn't hear it and get mad that I took creative liberties with their song. But anyways, so... There you go. Go check out Who Is She on Bandcamp and uh, throw them a few bucks. The album is pretty good. Most of it sounds like that. So, um, Are you going to still say a couple of quick plugs in the new <clears throat> intro? No, I or think I'm going to change the intro, too. Oh. I know, right? Right. Uh, factory fresh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to. I'm gonna have to keep the couple of quick plugs in because you know it's classic, right? Classic, you know, Alan. Yeah. Well, Classic plugs. Yeah, it's my catchphrase. If I was a wrestler, I'd be like, "Yeah, you're a couple of quick plugs," and the whole crowd <laughs> would say it with me. And yeah, it would be very exciting. Oh my god, you've totally <laughs> yeah. imagined that too. Yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so now that we've gotten all that out of the way, should we finish off this season? Oh, please do put it out of its misery. I mean, can't wait, can't wait, love it, <laughs> great, high fidelity part two. 19th episode of season five of Degrassi, the next generation, the season finale and graduation time for our older cast members, or at least some of them. <laughs> One person as of right now thinks they might graduate, but we'll see. Uh, this aired in Canada, March 20th, 2006 in the U S June 9th, 2006 written by James Hurst directed by Phil Earnshaw. And yes, of note, James Hurst did not write high fidelity part one. So I'm not sure about the handoff of the episode, but I guess we will see. And in our last episode, we ended off with Spinner breaking up with Darcy, Paige breaking up with Alex, and Spinner and Dar uh, Spinner and Paige smooching it up at the dot with Spinner's freshly virginized dick. So, Woo! <laughs> yeah, so shiny. So, yeah, here we so go. Buttery. So we've got this. 
this event that they've been putting to together in the gym, I think it's called the Spectacular. Um, I, I remember a few episodes ago they used a term to describe it that felt very generic, almost like they didn't know what it would actually be until the episode was written. And now that mm-hmm. the episode is written, it's like, this thing sucks. Like, it's just another talent show. <laughs> right? Yeah. So how many... They have so many fucking talent shows at this school. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. never... we My school never had a talent show, I think, once. Same. Right? Like, we had band never. concerts, maybe a play. We had a fashion show. Uh, every year, the oldest grade oh. did a fashion show. But uh, that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah so... Mine, mine would be like a showcase of bottle tokes and teenage pregnancy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's not true. That's totally not true. Well, high school was fine. There was none of that. Well, there was totally lots of that, but not. That wasn't exclusively Laval. Shout out. <laughs> so kids are getting prepared for this spectacular. Marco is talking to Spinner about the lights. And Spinner says uh, he's all befuddled, right? He's like, oh, uh, page left instead of stage left, and then he says Darcy left, and he's just like, "Oh, I can't say words because I fucked." Like, oh. <laughs> starts off bad. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, "It's gonna be a bad episode." Yeah, he says Shoot. his mind is occupied, and Marco calls back to the reverginizing ceremony. So again, if you didn't listen to the last episode, Spinner did some fake ceremony with the Friendship Club, which apparently gave him his virginity back via magic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Spinner admits to Marco that he broke up with Darcy. He also admits that he kissed someone. And at that moment, Paige comes in and Spinner calls her stage instead of Paige. Uh, I mean, it could have been worse. He could have been like, what's up, uh, pussy who I did it with? Oh, no, no. I mean, Paige. Like penetrated vagina i mean pa- <laughs> i mean page sorry <laughs> yeah uh page says you should know my name by now and spinner is like i know a lot about you i know your favorite food and i know your blah 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 and it's really fucking over the top and he falls off the stage and is like go he's like he's like pussy drunk like <laughs> <laughs> uh. minute sugar Paige tells him that toking before school ends in tragedy Uh, it doesn't always sometimes it ends with you telling your best friend's secrets from her diary at uh, a sleepover Mm, oh yeah Marco at that point is like it was Paige you were doing it with and uh, at that very moment Darcy then walks in and conveniently goes to Spinner and is like Please take me back. And then she kisses him and everybody's like, ooh. And it's like, fuck off with all this. No, people wouldn't do that. They'd be like, ugh, weird. Okay, whatever. Crazy. Yeah. And then the show opens. So I think this might be the last time, too, where we get, huh, huh, huh. So we <laughs> hardly knew ye, huh. So. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paige and Hazel are handing out yearbooks, and Hazel says that Alex can come out with them for fondue, which, who, does anyone go out for fondue? No, fondue. Oh, it's weird. Yeah. Fondue. Paige says that they broke up. She also admits that she made out with Spinner, and Hazel, who they've written to be a total dummy, says, I just got used to you being a lesbian. Oi, oi, oi. 
<laughs> she crosses her eyes and she points two different ways, like yo yo yo. What's going on? Yeah. Hazel, who I believe this is also her last episode in the series, so that's wonderful. Bye. Uh, for some random reason, we decide to have Toby pushing a clothes rack by them, and he stops and stares at them like a pervert, because that's mm-hmm. pretty much Toby's two jobs this season are, one, yeah. uh, be in the car when Liberty you know, is going into labor, and number two, to make perverted jokes, and that's pretty much all he's there for at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he well, goes. Page. He does the call me thing, yep. and he's like, "Oh, also, I I realize you're laughing at me sexually and as a young man altogether. I am a joke. I am a walking joke." And he seems to be fine with it. I'm going, "Oh, this is more sad than anything." Yeah, and while Toby's staring at him, Paige looks at him and says, "What the fuck are you looking at, nerd?" <laughs> really brought back some and Barry's and like, "No, no." <laughs> Smacks the laptop off your kitchen table. You're like, I can't, no. Not again. Not again. Toby. He's like, am I Toby? (laughs) Is this how people see me? (laughs) It's like, am I the Toby of the podcast? Yep. Yep. I mean, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. Definitely not. Uh, so we see a uh, shot of a pair of boots, and somebody is walking towards Drake in the foyer. And then we get a reveal that who's back? Ashley. Are we happy? <laughs> I forgot she was gone, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember her name. I wrote down, she's back. <laughs> and then I wrote in brackets, Kerwin, because I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh he asks if she is tired of London and she says, No, no, I'm just missing home. She says, Nowhere is like Degrassi, and then Drake breaks the fourth wall and says, You're right, no one nowhere has shootings and gonorrhea outbreaks. Like Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Ashley also says, I could never be tired of London. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's good. Remember, right. actually, I was just re-listening to these episodes. Remember when Arthur went to France and he came back and he was a douchebag? <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah, now we're doing the same thing. And even the fucking hat. What the hell is she oh, wearing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is the hat she's London wearing? London style. Um, I do wish, though, that she had come back with, like, an accent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pip, and pip, don't Drake. call it a flat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Drake says that he's going to be out of the school soon because, again, no one has clued him in as to whether or not he's going to graduate. He's like, you really got to tell this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Ashley says, that's unfortunate because I was hoping that you would be classmates with me next year and that she is talking to Miss Hatzalakis about coming back to Degrassi. And I immediately have two questions. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Who would like to ask their own questions before I get to mine? What grade is she supposed to be in? I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you had to say first. Okay, number one, uh, this is a two-parter. Did Ashley not go to school in London, or does England school not count? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole what's all this then uh, yeah. <laughs> scenario uh, for, with d- transcripts and whatnot. Yeah, if, if people aren't following the series, Ashley is in the same grade and is the same age as all the people who are graduating in this episode. But for some reason, she has lost a year of school, apparently, because she went to <laughs> London. Uh, number two, 
does Miss Hatzalakis, like, is she the only person who makes decisions on who comes to Degrassi? <laughs> like, I don't think it's like, <laughs> yes. I want to go to this school, but first I have to talk to the principal and get them to sign off. Like, it doesn't and work the like child, that. And the child does, not the parents. <laughs> yes. You've got to go and negotiate for yourself at 16 or 17, <laughs> like... Uh, I want to come to school, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, what? Yeah. So, this is very bizarre. Uh, Snake says hello to Ashley and then tells Drake that Miss Hatzalakis is ready to see him. So, Drake goes to see Miss H. And what was this... Snake doing in there? Uh, well, <laughs> we can guess. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Doing some fucking... Because, I mean, if he fucks her and then takes a virginizing <laughs> ceremony, then it all goes away, right? And it doesn't count as cheating either. I was a friendship either. club for a second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so... zipping up the pants as they walk out <laughs> so they can reuse that Foley effect of zipping the pants that we had in the last episode. Zip. Zip. It's like, Marco, get the, get the candles. <laughs> Marco! Get the candles. <laughs> He's all relieved. And like, shirt on button, pants on button. <laughs> so we talked about this situation at length in the last episode, but we may as well discuss it again. So Drake, uh, who was shot at Degrassi in the last season, somehow this is when he would have been in grade 11. He graduated grade 11. Now he's in grade 12. But apparently he's been in a lot of physio and had to miss a lot of school. And... This is now the last week, last day, like last days of the school year before he's supposed to mm -hmm. graduate. And he is completely in the dark knowing if he's going to be graduating or not. This is so this is the mountaintop of stupidness. Yeah. So stupid. So he uh, is talking with Miss H who says, you've put in a lot of work. Drake says he was motivated. And Miss H says to him. You simply don't have the credits. You are not graduating. Surprise! <laughs> she takes out his cap and gown, sets it on fire in front of him. Yeah. She's like, you know, we don't now we don't have to build a ramp up to the stage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's a quote she says, and there's something in between. She says, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I can't work miracles. And I'm surprised she didn't like her eyes drift down to his legs and go, Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. It's so stupid. Like she's acting like it's his fault. And yeah. you go like, I, as you said earlier, like he got shot on school grounds and now he can't pass. Like that is something, it's just a stupid storyline because you would work with people you would work with the student to actually get through. You'd give them to tutoring. Get your credits. Like it's not like it's not it's like Joey reveal party. Like it's, it's not like ugh. Joey who fucked around, right? And then mm. and then failed the grade. Like Drake is clearly motivated and has been working very hard. He's getting A's or A minuses on his papers. Like if mm. they had said, you know what, you're gonna need a tutor and you're gonna need to do this extra work. Fucking dude would have done it. He's fucking Drake. He's like the most famous Absolutely. musician in the world. <laughs> Fuck yeah. He's all his old man's confidence. Rich. Yeah. So I don't get... The, yeah, his old man who wants to fucking pay for everything. Um, also in this season... I mean, let's go on. Also in the season... So Drake, who couldn't graduate because he's fucking in physio or, you know, whatever, but was also in a band trying to get a fucking record deal and had it <laughs> briefly and also tried out for the National 
Olympic para, or Paralympic fucking basketball team. <laughs> yeah. What do you hear yet? Yeah. But now we're just like, no credits. Oh, fuck it. Last day of school, they start adding them up. Oh, shit, you're four short. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's fucking great. Drake drops his books in the hallway. Spinner comes to pick them up for him. And Spinner's like, I just want to help. And Drake looks at him and is like, you can help by transferring to another school. So I don't have to see your stupid face. And I wish that was a Drake song. Uh, I don't know that bad. <laughs> I can't do a good Drake impression. I don't listen to enough of this music. Sorry, Drake. Oh my god, somebody try to do it. I don't have to see your stupid face. I don't know. Oh, that's closer. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I'm not Drake. <laughs> Fuck it. Drizzy, baby. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Spinner says here. I don't know if you're gonna get, if you're gonna say it, but like Spinner says, "Oh, what's your damage, man?" That's the like second that- time. That's not the first time it's been said in Degrassi. No. Page said it. No, that's the thing. It's Page said it, and it's just that that term. And I'm like, Ew, what? Why? <laughs> why say that? It's it's stupid. <laughs> He's like, "What's your damage?" And Drake points to his legs and is like, "Dude, like, yeah, don't no, pick another angle, man." Uh, so we get yet another fight about to start with the kid in the wheelchair, and Marco breaks it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then get uh, Toby. She's in the foyer. Uh, Toby walks by and gives her a bit of a nudge, which is nice because, you know, they're brother and sister. So we acknowledge that at least. Ellie sees Ashley and mentions that Ashley hasn't emailed her. So Ashley hasn't told anybody, right? She just came back from London and it's a surprise. So Shows up to school, lets her in. School's going on. Yep. Let's let this non-student in here hang out. (laughs) Well, no one's (laughs) in class. Everyone's just fucking roaming around. Yeah. Yeah. She says that she ran into the most of the old gang, but not Craig. So she does not know where Craig is. Ellie tells her he's in Vancouver recording. And Ellie is like, well, that's, you know, I knew he was destined for great things. It's like, you know, he was fucking everybody. So (laughs) Ellie also tells Ashley that Craig is dating Manny again. And Ashley says, that makes me feel itchy, which is great. I love how they're slagging Manny. So... Like, and like, again, like between the two of them, I could understand it. But again, the writers saying that to everybody, like, let's remind everybody, Manny got pregnant. She's a whore. Like, I do not like it at all. It's horrible. Yeah. Yep. Horrible. (laughs) Get it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So. Ellie asks how Alistair is with a really bad accent, and Alistair was the guy that Ashley was with. She says they broke up, and she asks Ellie how she's doing, and Ellie says she's crushing on somebody as usual, but it won't work out. So, great. (laughs) Spinner is working at the Dodd, and Darcy comes in for a coffee. She says she's sorry about his fight with Jimmy. She tells him not to to give up on trying to be friends with him, and Marco is kind of looking on, And Spinner then tells Darcy that they are officially back together, and he gives her the stupid fucking ring. Yeah. And doesn't she say that, how was you after a big freak show with Jimmy? Like, she's freaking out about it. When she just got in last episode, a a brawl, a hair-pulling brawl in the the gym with uh, Manny. Yes. Like, and I don't think yeah, they had a little tussle like Jimmy and or, uh, Drake and, and Spinner. Shit. But 
she had a full out like hand like hand mittfuls of hair. That's a bigger deal, I think. Yeah, I would but, agree. Yeah, yeah. Most was a collar and elbow lockup for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Lots of rest holds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Darcy leaves to pack up for Bible camp, which... Uh, Marco tells Spinner that he needs to talk to Paige about what's happening here. Then we have Ashley and Ellie. So, now we're back at school. So, again, are Darcy, Marco, Spinner just all at the dot, and then Ashley, Ellie, and Drake are just at school? Like, what's happening, right? Timelines. They're looking at Drake's art and commenting on how it's very good, but also very dark. And Ellie's like, I need to leave to go see a movie. And that leaves Ashley alone with Drake. And she can tell that Drake likes Ellie. And it's like, what gave you the hint? The big fucking mural that he painted with her on it? (laughs) (laughs) Drake says it won't happen and says it's because of the wheelchair. Ashley thinks otherwise. She tells Drake that she thinks Ellie is into her too. So Ashley, you are back for five minutes and you're already fucking up. <laughs> Spinner comes into Paige's room. This is great. So we're at Paige's place. She's in her bedroom. Spinner comes into the room, says that Dylan let him in. She's looking at an old yearbook and shows a photo of the two of them and it's couple of the year. And Spinner's like, we were couple of the year? Like he forgot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What is this yearbook? Is it like a five-year yearbook? Like, <laughs> is it a yearbook for one year? I think it was an old yearbook, but I'm not sure, right? It's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, but, but I, I assumed it was the one that she was passing out earlier. Yeah, because like, they were passing out yearbooks. So yeah, you would assume it's that one, but it's like maybe it was an old one. I don't know, but yeah, like what? <laughs> like you don't get a this is your life in high school yearbook. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's, Every it's, page is the five characters on the show. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's called a yearbook. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So then they're looking at yeah. There are only the characters from the show in here. We get the band in there, and Paige says that they ran that school, which is kind of true because there were barely any teachers in any situation. Uh, Sp- mm-hmm. Spinner says he wishes that he had a time machine. Uh, to go back before it all went bad, and he's looking at a photo of him and Drake, so he's sad about that. And then Paige says that she doesn't blame Spinner for what happened to Drake, and she means it. And then they start making out, and we find out later that they fucked, and I wanted to note, and I rewound to double-check, when he came into the room, he left the bedroom door wide open. So... (laughs) Nice. Let your dad get an eyeful of this. Oh, I mean, spinner's, spinner's ass in the air. Ew. How do you like that, Mom? <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, I also noted this is where I uh, I saw that Paige has an Our Lady Peace poster on her wall, and it is from the album Gravity, which is a very good album. So there you oh. go. Yeah. I never heard this album because I kind of got out of them at the time, but... I know Clumsy was in my first year university was a humong was on repeat in yeah. many many dorm rooms that I was in back in the day and everybody had that album and it was uh, yeah it was a rockin the the gravity album has far fewer ahoos so oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's good to know 
Uh, Paige Paige says that uh, uh, Spinner's dick felt factory fresh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's she's like, purify that dick in my Mm. pussy. So... (laughs) <laughs> Eat fresh no more, she said. <laughs> just, oh goodness! Yeah, just just call me Lake Penetonka. <laughs> Penetonka. Penetonka. Sorry, it's better with Penetonka for this situation. All right. So the next day at school, uh, we get a scene that actually made me laugh. Uh, they are. Toby and JT are updating the sign outside of the school, and it says, Graduation weekend, 50 years of ass. <laughs> Maybe left. Yeah. Uh, they think that's hilarious. Paige is in class, and they give Snake a gift on behalf of the class. It is an Elvis wig again. They already gave him a wig when he was bald, uh, but they give him another one. Snake says, Paige is in a good mood, and that people should get whatever got into her and Paige says that's not advisable and then I wrote they're making a joke about Spinner's cock <laughs> I didn't even know what they were talking I guess I knew but I was like eh, what uh-huh. is going on here mm-hmm. Spinner is watching on from outside the class so I guess he doesn't have to go to class he can just stand outside classrooms and stare in he sends a text to marco and though the phone says that they're emailing each other like it's a text (laughs) message he opens up his phone but you see his screen at the top it says email colon yes and then uh the message which in 2006 text messaging was a thing absolutely yeah yeah uh so he tells marco that him and Paige did it he's like like all the way then he like writes with you know emojis to show a dick in a vagina like yeah. <laughs> great so we're b- back at the uh this production the rehearsal or for whatever the fuck it is and darcy says to spinner she was calling him for ages the night before and he wasn't answering because they were supposed to do something and he lies and is like i was arranging a going away gift for you and she buys this shit mm-hmm. like this is pretty bad Right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like yeah, even he if just he got was... back, he just got back together and he blows her off the first night. And, oh yeah, we're not. Like That's even fine. if he wasn't fucking somebody else, just the fact that he's like, oh, I forgot about our date and didn't tell you is kind of kind of a dick move. But uh, she forgives him as they hug. He's making eye contact with Paige, and then uh, actually, this isn't a rehearsal. This is the show. Sorry, we are starting the show, which for some reason is sponsored by Herbal Essences? <laughs> yes, I noted this as well. What? The shampoo of the 90s. <laughs> oh <my God>. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is really weird. Like, Herbal Essences sponsors our internal talent show that is during the day, and I don't think there are any parents at it. It's just a thing mm-hmm. we're doing. So that's weird. And... Yep. Oh, down. Yeah, and then we get... More weirdness because the first act is Darcy. She's doing a psychedelic dance routine from the 60s. Now, look, Darcy, um, Shanae Grimes, like the actress, looks fucking great doing this. Like, right? Mm. She's, yeah. you know, dressed up really good. I love the hair. The dance is terrible, though. Like, <laughs> like who would sit there and watch this? 
It was like, it was like Austin Powers, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And Austin Powers had already been out because this is what, 2006. I think, so Austin I think, Powers is like when? 2002, maybe? I think oh, all three it. Austin Powers movies had been out by this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say. Um, also interesting, oh, there's so many things at once here. Uh, Darcy, I forget what the name of the group is, but it's basically Darcy and the others. So there are <laughs> there are six other students on stage who are not introduced. They're just background to Darcy's act. Uh, also, Peter is filming it, which I hate. Ew. Like, how does Peter still have a camera? Yes. Right. So he has he is secretly videotaping, as we'll find out, because Manny again the second time. Spoiler. Well, it's coming up in a couple of minutes. She doesn't know he's taping, and he's sitting like a scumbag in the audience taping this whole thing. And he is allowed, like, again, no comeuppance, no nothing. He gets nothing for doing this really, like, evil thing, you know, this not even vengeful, just just he is an internet troll come to life. And, and it gets before, worse. It gets ugh. worse in this episode, right? Um Peter also, I hate the fact that, like, the camera is his gimmick. Like, he's filming here, he films later, he films at the start of the season, in the fucking intro to the show, he's got the camera, and I feel like if they sold, like, Degrassi figures, he would come with a camera. Like, that would be his accessory. <laughs> if he is, yeah, Funko Pop. Yeah. He'd have a little little camera. Yeah. Um, also, of note, this one I think Courtney would enjoy. Uh, people are clapping to the routine, not in time. <laughs> yeah. I noticed this too. Yeah. The clap. Yeah. Uh, Spinner and Paige are still looking at each other. So after the show is done, Spinner walks into the foyer and he sees Paige and she thanks him for the night before and is like, that's the perfect way to end school. And he clearly notes, and this is important for how this episode wraps up later clearly notes that he was hoping that they would get together. He's about to be like, you know, it's you and me again. And she's the one that's like, hun, we're both moving on and this is over. And she gives him a kiss and walks away. And then Spinner gets happy and he's like, I was used for my body. <laughs> now, God. now keep in mind again, everybody, just because there's been a lot of breakups and getting back together. The first time that they kissed... Spinner was broken up with Darcy. When they fucked, Spinner was in a relationship again with Darcy. So not only did he bang Paige, but then he wanted to get back together with her. She didn't want to get back together with him. And now let's see what happens. He's like, yeah, I still got Darcy. So uh -huh. it's all good. I'll just purify all this shit, right? <laughs> uh, so as Ted alluded to, get your barf bags ready because... Um, so we, I should note, JT and Manny were hosting uh, again this this thing that happened. So Peter <laughs> and Emma tell Manny that she was awesome, and then Peter gives Manny a tape of what he filmed for the show to give to her agent, and then he says, "I used my powers for good this time," and I'm like, "Fuck." All the writers of this show, like... Yeah, absolutely. Because, again, I think we're supposed to be led to believe that this is Peter's moment where he's like, I'm a good guy now, and I've learned, and I'm doing good things, and fucking Manny forgives him, and I'm like, fuck all this. Like, yeah. seriously. 
old vindication right here. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to say sorry. I'm just going to say, well, I'm going to do this now. Everything's fine. Uh-huh. So I hated that probably more than anything else in this show. Well, no, that's mm-hmm. not true. <laughs> <laughs> that's a... That's quite a designation. Yeah. <laughs> the most hated thing. <laughs> There's a lot of them. Drake approaches Ellie and tells her that uh, she looks great and they're really kind of awkward here. And then he asks her out. He's like, you know, we've been getting along. Maybe we should take things to the next level. The level of my dick. And uh, <laughs> Ellie says no. And so, yeah, great. He says, well, it's not completely unexpected. And he slinks away. And immediately, Ashley, who I guess has been watching on from just off camera, Mm -hmm. shows up and is like, Ellie, I thought you were crushing on someone. And Ellie's like, that wasn't the guy. So. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley was behind the tree of invisibility. (laughs) She sure was. Ashley does the running. <laughs> She's backstage with the boys. Well, she already she did the out. she already did the like the big reappearance at the start of the show, right? Yes, so, yeah. So now we're at this after party that I guess they're having at school, which is weird. So they they had this fucking pre- this this production, and now they're having an after party. Yet everybody's about to graduate from fucking high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Paige asks, I think it's Alex to dance with her. We don't know because the person who she asks to dance, we don't see their face. We see them completely from behind. <clears throat> but I'm assuming it's Alex. Then Darcy asks Spinner to dance with her, and he says that he's an idiot and that her gift did not arrive. And he's been texting back and forth with the guy, and the guy bailed. And again, it's like, what's your plan? Because now you have to get a fucking gift, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so he goes and he gets some drinks and Darcy immediately reaches into his pocket and takes his cell phone out mm-hmm. because she's a psycho. Yeah, with the with the biggest I ain't I a little stinker face. <laughs> 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 no, you crazy. Yep. Uh and again everybody, uh now we have to like have the phone scan our faces in order to <laughs> Unlock. <laughs> Back in the day, you could just flip that little some bitch open, and it was all there for you to see. Yeah, you had to press the number buttons like three times for certain letters. <laughs> yes. And oh it took yeah. Fucking forever. Took a while. Uh, so we get Drake wheeling away in the foyer, and Ashley catches up to him and says that Drake should be with somebody who adores him. She, he says, girls don't dig guys in wheelchairs, and is about to go away. And she kisses him. And I was thinking, Ooh. is this a pity kiss? Yeah. I that was thought the same thing. I was like, is this is this going anywhere? Like, I don't know. It does go somewhere. Uh, oh, okay. They are together was- for a good portion of the next season. But, oh. but I'm just like, this came out of nowhere. And it feels like she just feels guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, like, Drake and Ashley didn't work before twice. Mm-hmm. Here here we go again. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spinner comes back and Darcy is upset and holding his phone. She says, I wanted to know what my gift was. This sure was some gift. And she takes her ring off, tells him he sucks, and she leaves. And Spinner is really upset about this. And I don't know why, because he's the one who cheated. Like, you're free, dude. 
run run <laughs> spinner run and again let's keep in mind so I, I i feel like are we supposed to feel bad for spinner who fucked somebody else and then wanted to be in a relationship with them and then when that didn't work out he just went back to darcy so you know like she's all reliable darcy <laughs> <laughs> so that's what people like in a relationship uh well i can always go back to you you old hat rack <laughs> you can just <laughs> Hang out with you. You're always going to be there. You're like an give old Give couch. me a dry hump. <laughs> <laughs> now come on over here and give me a dry hump. <laughs> but cut me off, please. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. We can't. We're Christians after all. So after following all these characters for five seasons, we now get the grad ceremony. Uh, Marco is the valedictorian. Uh, on a scale of one to ten, one being uh, not like a completely unique, never heard before valedictorian speech and 10 being every valedictorian speech you've ever heard. What would you rate this speech? It uh, wasn't this. Yeah. This was off the internet. Like, uh, I, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like they didn't write it. They just like beaches.com. You got this one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's about as generic as you can get. Uh, my favorite part is that they then show a shot of a bunch of grads, all of whom we've never seen before. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just the non-main cast. And again, yeah. like it, it actually struck me at this point just how small this cast is compared to the original Degrassi. Yes, absolutely. It it seems I, big yeah. because there's like there's like 15 people who get credits at the start of the show, which is a lot. But the old Degrassi never had, you know, like credits for anybody that was in the show, which was the difference. Right. Mm. But yeah. it's small. Yeah, like they, it is really small. And it's like it's caught, I don't know. Like, say, with the original, there were many different groups hanging out with, and there was some overlap with some characters. But here it's just like all the characters all overlap in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, like I said, in the original, there's characters that were never really featured that much, but they were in the background all the time, and you knew their names and stuff like that. Here is this generic graduate A, right? Yeah, like when you, when we had grad ceremonies, which I actually don't think we had in the original Degrassi, but if we'd had them, they may have mixed in some kids you didn't know, but it's like they there was like 50 kids in the ensemble, right? Like you could have had, yeah. you know, at least 20 people up there who you'd be like, <laughs> I recognize them, so you wouldn't even notice the ones you didn't know. But yeah, in this one, you just hire a bunch of extras and are like, you're grads. So uh, people get called up to get their diplomas. And uh, then we actually get a very nice scene. And I'm not exaggerating here. I think that this is pretty great. Um, After a year and a half of this conflict with Drake and Spinner, Drake approaches Spinner and says, there they go, our class onto a brighter future. Spinner tells Drake that he should have been up there too. Drake says it will be their turn next year, and Spinner asks if they're actually having a conversation, and uh, they mend fences. I think. Oh, good job, boys. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. So, I liked it. I liked it the first time no, I, I ever do. saw like, it. What, I like it every time I see it. Jim- what do you think caused Jimmy to do it? Because he's, he's with Ashley now, do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, Ashley probably gave him a hand job, and he mellowed out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he tells Spinner, you know, I spent a lot of time blaming people and blaming you, and I I was wrong. Spinner goes to apologize again, but breaks uh, break. Drake stops him and says he knows. 
And then Spinner tells Drake that he has to go as all his friends are getting diplomas. (laughs) (laughs) He has to run out of the grad ceremony. Also, they're playing Your Ex-Lover is Dead by Stars, which is a nice song and uh, fits nicely with this, uh, this scene. First good song I kind of noted. This and also Star is a Canadian band. Uh, Some excellent songs. Uh, Your Ex-Lover is Dead is fantastic. And also like Elevator Love Letter. Fantastic. Five star. Great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And probably are moving up a notch in the uh, Canadian band's uh, list now that Arcade Fire appears to be getting canceled. Uh Oh, Oh, man. Can we... (laughs) Can we take a side road to that or not? Because I'm okay with either because I kind of go, I'm a big Arcade Fire fan, but oh man, woof. Yep. I was, yeah, I was, I was very disappointed to hear the news. I mean, for, you know, like just everything and everybody involved and yeah, anyways. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, bad. I just, yeah, I just feel like great. I can't like anything anymore, especially when like dudes are involved, because you're just going to yeah, find keep... out that they were doing something dirty and they're going to get canceled. Fuck, they can't keep it in their pants, man. Yeah. And it's just like, I... yeah, exactly. Uh... Is, it safe to, is it fair for me to say that I don't know what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Lead singer of Arcade Fire has been a bad boy, and he's, oh, getting, okay. he's getting called out. He's getting Me Too'd, basically. Barry, you know how like when you you and people would come over to the house and I always put the band The Last Waltz on? Yeah. Um it's very similar to Arcade Fire. They did what was it, um North Northside Festival or something in I don't know, twenty fourteen. And I constantly like I don't know if you ever noticed, but I put that show on. So it's it's of the levels of the last waltz being put on at my place all the time. And yeah, anyways, he was supposedly a thing came out on this, which is a super uber. I don't know what's pitchfork. It's like a a major like indie website fucking yeah, super like, stuck up and yeah, very stuck up or whatever. But not that that matters. But it came out that um, there was f- four people who came forward and it was uh, inappropriate sexual whatever. So against the lead singer. Yeah, um, and they're fucked. Yeah. Like they're in the midst of a massive world tour right now, and uh, they were being supported yeah. by Feist, who just left the tour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She who was, said like she doesn't want to stop the conversation, but she does want to stop the tour, yeah. and so she 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 left. She bounced. Yeah, which wow. yeah yeah. Uh, so anyways, back to stars. Um, <laughs> yes. Stars. I uh, saw. I actually saw stars at Ottawa Blues Fest. Uh, around this time, and the most interesting thing about Stars is they're actually a supergroup of sorts. Uh, there are mm-hmm. various members from other Canadian bands who got together, and the funny thing when I saw them live was all of the different bands that they were in had like their own distinct genre, and so it made for this really awkward like combination of Stars. It was like there's a feminist, there's a jock, there's a goth, like it's like, a, uh-huh. like the Breakfast re- Club. It was the yeah, it was like the weirdest looking fucking band I'd ever seen live. But uh anyways, they sounded great. Who's in this super band? Super band? I don't know. Like or a star. Like who I don't Who does it they... call from? Uh I don't know. I'm I'm putting in stars into Wikipedia, which is gonna come up with like twenty bazillion fucking hits. 
So yeah, it's not a, it's not a good Googleable name. I would say Broken Social Scene definitely have some overlap in it for Canadian identity oh, there. I would say well, well, like okay, like Feist, who was just mentioned, is was slash is in Broken Social Scene, same as uh, Emily Hayes, who is uh, the lead singer of Metric, is also in there. So it's very everybody in everything. So, and I yeah. guess it's I guess supergroup is kind of way too uh <clears throat> way too strong a term like it's it's more so like they were clearly in different different projects that were very different from stars and then all got together um so okay. anyways uh check out set yourself on fire it's a good album it's uh yeah yeah it's yeah. great anyways uh so this song is playing uh spinner runs out but then comes back in and gives drake a hug and then he leaves and again um Thought that was really nice. We see everybody graduating, and then everybody graduating, these people who we followed for five seasons, is secondary to this Spinner and Darcy fucking bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's a side... Yeah, it's a side thought. Like, again, when I said that other thing didn't make me as mad as something else, this is ridiculous. So... Mm-hmm. And everything about this is ridiculous. So first, Spinner... Uh, sees Darcy and she's about to get on this bus to go to Bible camp and he says to her what I did was horrible and I'll make it up to you and she says to him you broke your vow and I said that's the problem like (laughs) (laughs) you fucked again not you fucked someone else while you were with me but you broke your vow what oh my god Uh, like it's it's with the music in the background is painting it as if this is like, oh, so like heart pulling. Like, no, th- there should be a record scratch going. Actually, bye. <laughs> See ya. Like when, when him and Drake with your Bible, like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> when him and Drake reconcile, I'm like, this is really good music to play. But then they keep the fucking song going for mm-hmm. this part. And you're right. Like he should have said, I want to get back together. And as you said, the record scratch should happen. And she should be like, no, like you're a fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's all oh. that happens. The music just keeps playing. So he begs her for forgiveness. She says, I'm not sure that I can forgive you. And then she gets called onto the bus. So then Spinner is watching her go away. And he says to himself, <laughs> if she turns around to look at me before she gets on the bus, it'll be okay. And that's just a thing that he fucking made up. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's reading the stage notes. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> when you're go doing a play or something, the things you shouldn't say out loud. Yeah. And he's actually reading them. Like it's a stupid fucking bullshit. Like I think they're trying to be like, "Oh, this is a romantic thing" cuz he's like, "If she looks at me, it'll be okay." And then she does before she gets on the bus, which I think is supposed to give the viewer hope. Like number one, this relationship sucks. Like Yeah. I'm not like, oh, thank God that they might get back together. Like, fuck both of these people. And again, yeah. And then again, like the whole premise of this hope is a thing that Spinner somehow has made up to himself. And if you have forgotten, Spinner's an idiot, everybody. So. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. And he's idiota. Yeah. For Spanish (laughs) listeners. (laughs) (laughs) So we Fuck. see all of the grads hugging each other outside of the school. And then Craig shows up and asks Manny if he missed her. So 
I guess he didn't tell her he was coming back either. <laughs> they like the surprises here. Yeah, his girlfriend, who in a, in the uh, first episode of this two-parter, there was a point where Emma was like, oh, and Manny was on the phone with Craig until three in the morning. So they're talking, and he's just mm. not telling her that he's coming back to Toronto. Also, I love how like shitty this school is, because uh, by my count, just of the main characters, four of them who are in this grade didn't end up graduating. <laughs> <laughs> So good job. Yeah. Spinner, Drake, Ashley, and Craig did not graduate. So that's fucking great. Uh, we also see Ashley hugging Ellie and she looks over and sees Craig. And it's clear that Craig is the person who Ellie has got the crush on. And then the grad. Oh, okay. So Ellie has the crush on Craig. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. that that's kind of the but, reveal. But like he's been moved away. Yep. That's that's weird, isn't it? Like and he's moved ah. Uh, uh. This will actually play out. In- this plays out down the road. No. <laughs> Are you looking Thank forward to you. it? Oh. Uh and this then is- the grads yeah. toss their caps and the season ends and I think all of us hosts we toss our caps too and uh we end covering Degrassi for at least the time being because <laughs> I'm done. We can't <laughs> fucking do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, that's the end of season five. Uh, uh, you know, we I'm sure I'm guessing at some point, unless we just quit this podcast altogether, we'll probably yeah. come back to season six. But uh, uh, these characters who have all graduated don't disappear. We we keep following them uh, into university. Uh, I believe, with the exception of Hazel, who just disappears. So. Oh, the yeah, Hazel. yeah. But uh, otherwise, that's it. Degrassi season Pe- five done. Peace out. Yeah. So oh. thoughts on the season? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> I second that. Who? Yeah, I, I think it's the. Nah, I enjoyed the first couple of seasons, but it really started to. I don't know. Towards the like I said, I really think the Kevin Smith one was the, the sharp junkie shark jumpy moment and uh and this season was not oh yeah I mean, there's a couple of good episodes here and there and it's, i mean it's not like it's not like i can't stand it or anything like that but it's certainly not entertaining me certainly like the original show did or even the first couple seasons of this one it had a lot yeah. of potential it's just they didn't execute well to yeah. watch these episodes i find for for the show it's it's like work now and then, because I watch them and then rewatch them to take a couple of notes, and it's like, uh, I gotta watch that again because I found these two episodes just kind of ridiculous, and it's just throwing issue and actor, issue and kid together, and it's not like that in and of itself is not drama or anything like that. I'm not a writer, but you go like that's not you're not storytelling. There's no storytelling. It's go issue kid. Okay, let's go. One, two, three, roll it. And that's not, that doesn't build any drama or anything. It's just whoever's in that space at that time react to this. And that's not, I, I don't find that's, that's bad storytelling. Sorry, Skyini. <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you know? Like, am I, you know, like, am I writing? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make you a pizza. Come on. 
Um, <laughs> I I just so there's a part of me that's like, okay, well, of course we're going to get annoyed with the show because we're not we're not watching it normally either, right? Like we as a podcast are taking careful notes and keep paying attention. We're not just kind of yeah. sitting back and being entertained. So of course we're going to catch this stuff. But then I thought it's the writer's actual job to stay up with consistency and all that kind of shit, right? Like, yeah. So like at first I was like, eh, I'm being a little hypercritical, but then I was like, no, it's their fucking job to, to present me with a product that is supposed to make sense. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and they don't, do it, and and I think even worse than not making sense. Again, they present me with situations where I think I'm supposed to feel a certain way, but when I think about it, I it's really wrong. And again, go back to the Manny thing. Like, I think we're all supposed to believe that Peter is and Manny, like what Peter did to Manny, isn't as bad as it was, and now they're cool with each other because he is not even a good guy. He's just saying he's a good guy, um, or that. People can make comments about Mandy being a hoe or Spinner can fuck mm -hmm. Paige and want to get back together. But then we're supposed to root for him to get back with Darcy. Like, why am I cheering this on? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it just that's where it loses me. I think the show was called Lakehurst or whatever, as opposed to the, if the, the term Degrassi wasn't a part of it. I really don't wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. Like I said, the first couple of seasons, there was enough uh, like nods to the original show which was what kept me interested because you know mm -hmm. i mean the, the original show still holds up to this day in my opinion and i you know, you know when we talk about it when we watch it, you, know, you you can pick out things here and there but for the most part still a great show that that stands the test of time whereas this one and like i said first couple of seasons you know you had the one where the, the, the enough references to the original show that to, to keep me engaged but now all that's pretty well gone now and really i guess snake and spike are really the only connections to the original and, and i guess that's where it's kind of Losing me a little bit. Yeah, I think I think at the show when we saw it the uh, in St. John's, they were saying that uh, I think Joey was saying that uh, something to the effect of, "Yeah, there was a lot of people probably seeing myself and Caitlin and going, who are these people again?" Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So and with that, like with the timelines and stuff, and it's no comparison or anything, whatever. But I'm going to compare it. So Better Call Saul, I was listening to the, uh, which is fantastic TV, which uh, they actually had somebody on staff who was doing something else, but it was also the timekeeper of Better Call Saul. Like who knew what, when, and who was where at what time. But in Degrassi, I don't expect it at that level, but I find the writers just don't care. They're just like, as we said in this episode and the last episode, something would be happening and it's like, okay, so you're having this show, but school is still going on or you're at the dot and school is still going on. Like what, what is happening? Like they're not even trying. And it, like the other thing that really bugs me is the lack of like, not public service announcements, but you know, you're, you're slipping this stuff in, like letting Manny be called a whore and stuff. And, but then there's mm -hmm. no like lesson coming from it right it's like, just entertainment no, right it's just like yeah it's, absolutely it's, it's fine that she's called a whore like so why did like why did you even put that in there if you weren't gonna like make a point to you know dispel that idea or something and they just don't they're just like yeah let's just no. let's just have her be called a whore all yeah. the time 
And again, and... like if if you're if you're writing a show from scratch, and your intention is just to do entertainment, and you want to do that shit, then you know fucking have at it. But like the mm-hmm. legacy of this show is supposed yeah. to be about learning, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, exactly. Yeah. And that part isn't here. Like, yeah, like you don't leave the show thinking, "Oh yeah, I see." Like Manny shouldn't have been called a horror. You're just like, "Yeah." Manny's a whore, and these kids that are watching it that oh. that normalizes it for them, right? Yeah, they, so had, does... they had yeah they had strokes of it, like they had whiffs of it in the first four seasons. But as we saw with this season, this is the final. Like after the Kevin Smith stuff, they just lost it. Like it's just topic, actor, kid, react, and there's no but there's no longevity. There's no learning from it. It's just like. React and kids like drama. So here's your fucking drama. <laughs> no, eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and be entertained. Are you not entertained? So it's kind of, yeah. It, it has fully, the switch has fully flipped to yeah. that. What did you say? Oh, I said 100%. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. Uh, so we are going to flip the squid, uh, switch, 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 <laughs> flip you the idiot. switch. Yeah, here as well. So again, uh, we're pausing Degrassi. So if you are following us and you only want Degrassi and you're not going to listen to anything but Degrassi, uh, come back in January and uh, see what happens if we're uh, back mm-hmm. to Degrassi. But um, if you want Degrassi content, we are not giving it to you for the next five months or so because we are flipping to my so-called life starting next week. Again, 19 episodes at a minimum yeah. that we're going to uh, work our way through. We are still Narbos and Broomheads and all of our social medias are the same. Narbos and Broomheads at gmail.com to email us. Narbos and Broomheads podcast on Instagram. Narbos and Broomheads cast on Twitter. But, uh, again, the conversation is going to shift for a period of time. And uh, hopefully those of you that want to hear it stick around and tell all your friends who love my so-called life. Because I'm interested to see what happens to listenership. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And especially knowing that the three of you haven't watched it before. So, yeah. Uh, that's very cool. exciting. So I'm uh, on all the social media. Slip with five eyes or slip. Courtney. Courtney dot 12. 90 motherfucker three. <laughs> Again, you're going to get a surprise if you type that in exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ted. Hey, hey, I'm Ted at uh, say Wathry on Instagram machine. Come on over and come on over to what's the Barry saying? Barry, what are you saying? I am saying you can follow me at Barry R. Flynn on Twitter. Hey, that's about it. That's about it. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time with something a little different. And uh, oh, yeah. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Can't wait. Um, baby. Well, I just said I'll join them all up. I would walk around the gap, they got Don't you get